Hey everybody, I'm Mike Rich. And I'm Olivia Kane. Welcome back to the Weekly Typographic. A podcast where we discuss our favorite type and design news from the week. Hello again, Olivia. Hello, are we recording? We are recording. Oh, wow. Well, welcome back, everyone. I know we said we were going to be more regular about this podcast, but it didn't happen. But we're back. I mean, to be fair, a lot of life changes. We discussed the last time we were together. This is true. This is true. Moving sickness. Yeah. I got sick. I don't know about you. No, I was just working late. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you know, that happens. I think, honestly, whatever. It's great. We're here. It's fun. We have some cool type news to talk about. Oh, yes. Definitely. And that's what everybody's here for. Exactly. Fun times. I, I'm a little disappointed. We were going to talk with our friend Whitney. Oh, yeah. And she got an awesome project. Oh. And is working super late this week. So we'll have to have our guest star, Whitney, some other time. But remotely. congrats, Whitney. That's awesome. And great use of your time. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, we have been talking about having people on as guests, partially to like hear about the work that they're doing, and partially just to have fun and chat about cool type stuff. Mix it up, because me and you every week. <laughs> is great. <laughs> it's it's no, fun. I, I talked to Mirko, and ah! when I get to London, we are going to meet up, and we are going to make that happen. So excited. Yeah. Oh, my gonna God. going to be really great. Wonderful. Uh, and and we have some cool stuff from the last two weeks now. Two or three weeks? Mm, I think we did three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we have cool links to share yes. this week. Yes. A couple new fonts. Yes. Uh, a couple like fun experimental things. Mm-hmm. Something that Mirko found, actually, I think, maybe. Yep, me and Mirko both uh, <laughs> were posting links like within hours of each other. This week. They are being... I feel like you guys compete sometimes. It's like, who can find the coolest thing? I don't know. Like, we must both be getting our information from the same place. Because <laughs> the other day, he posted something at like 9 a.m. And then I read the article. It was like 9.30. I'm like, oh my God, so cool. Everyone's going to love this. And I was like, oh, okay. It's got it. Ooh, fun thing to mention first before we jump into the actual links. Yes. Tyler has been working in secret on... Uh, a, a variable font version of League Mono. I'm so excited. I know. It looks so good. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm not 100% sold on like all of the widths and weights, but it's super cool that it's a thing. You can see one of the League fonts, you know, in its natural habitat in all its forms and sliders. Yeah. And that's a thing we kind of, I think, will help with the website a lot, too. To like, yes. We have been wanting to make a great type tester so that yes. you can experiment before you download. Love it. And I think that will make it super easy. Also, I guess this is partially because Tyler uh, is back full-time making fonts again. Oh, cool. I... I I recently ended my employment stint. Did. And uh, pretty soon I'm going back to working on many things, not just the league, but more on the league. So cool. And Tyler tweeted the same day. He was like, I just went solo again working on fonts. Amazing. That's that's really exciting. So fun. He's really good. Yeah. He's just super good at it. And that just means there's just going to be more exciting things for the league coming our way. Yeah, hopefully. I think that's true. I mean, yes, it will be true. I believe. I believe my heart of hearts. So that's fun. That's fun news. All good stuff. What 
are we starting with this week? Okay, um, this should surprise absolutely no one that's been keeping up with type news in any way, shape, or form. We are starting with Airbnb's new custom font cereal. I love it. Not the podcast. Cereal <laughs> as in the food. Um, no, no. Um. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> that kind of cereal. So they uh, collaborated with Dalton Mog. Nice. Well, well spoken. Mirko recommended it as Mog to, me, to, to both of us. I believe that. So I trust Mirko. We're going with Dalton Mog right now. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, well, you got to mention why cereal. Why cereal? So there's lots of sites explaining why cereal. Um, it is because when Airbnb was so close to like completely failing as a startup, they like gave it one last shot, and it was to brand cereal um, based on the 2008 election. So I think it was like Obama O's and yeah. McCain O's, and then they sent it out to all the Airbnb hosts to serve. To their guests. <laughs> and it like got crazy traction. I, guess. I don't remember this. It was this. like one of those, one of those like, uh, it, it, it wasn't quite viral, but it was like cool enough that people were sharing it. Yeah. And that like helped get Airbnb, you know, Back shared. And, yeah. Which is crazy because. <clears throat> Super weird idea. I, I mean. Almost everyone. But, I Like Airbnb is like, you can, it's a staple name in any sort of thing. Like. Who I didn't know what Airbnb was like maybe even five years ago, but I'm trying to think like 2008 election. I don't. I'm pretty sure I didn't know what Airbnb was. I definitely did not. I didn't. I, I feel like maybe like 2010 was when I learned about it. Oh, me! It was like 2015. <laughs> oh shoot! Okay, but I was also like not an adult in 2008. Yeah, yeah. I was also 14. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, <laughs> what would a 14-year-old be doing booking Airbnb? Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> so exciting. Cereal saved the company is how they describe yes. it. And I really like that they named their font Cereal because everyone's been, you know, naming their Samsung's name is Samsung Sans. <laughs> like, Netflix is Netflix Sans. I was like, hey, let's bring in some personality here. I'm I really mean, still it. Airbnb Cereal is the font name, right? Mm. I think Airbnb is in there. Mm, I guess. Whatever. Probably. It is It is cute. It's so cute. And I did want to talk about this. I found it really interesting. Um, so lots of people are saying like, uh, calling BS on all these custom fonts. Why are we doing this? Everyone's just doing it to get like, you know, free press or whatever. But I mean, first of all, can we please talk like people are saving so much money by getting their font made custom for them that they don't have to pay for licensing. Right. Exactly. Like, like huge amounts of money. Billions of dollars in some cases. And I know sometimes it just like seems like really glamorous and fluffy for a company to kind of like pull this kind of stunt. But I've been reading a lot about cereal. And, you know, it's collaborated with Dalton Mog and they talk a lot about the functionality of why they needed their own family. Um, considering that, you know, Airbnb is very digital. They communicate almost nearly completely with typography to and from guests and hosts. Mm. Um, but also, I thought it was kind of nice that when you look at the photos they've kind of posted of their process, they're very, they speak very much the type designer. If you look at like the annotated notes they had of their type, 
they're using typographic terms opposed to, okay, here's a direct comparison. Dalton Mogg worked on Netflix Sans and Netflix Sans got a lot of, you know, kind of backlash because when they posted their annotated Netflix Sans, they had silly things like, look how cinematic um, this like open sea is. Right. And they weren't, they didn't do that really here. They were saying, look how much taller this X site is. They're not trying to like woo you necessarily. Um, they're just saying like, hey, this is very practical, can work across many mediums. Um, and I think it really speaks to like the type designers, the designers and the general public. So, I mean, at least like reading what I have so far of this article too, it sounds like that was what Airbnb was going for. They yes. needed something that would be a practical brand mm-hmm. font, but also like a super practical UI font. Yes. And that goes to another link we're going to include, which was from their kind of sub blog for their UI design working type. And it kind of discussed all the decisions being made in the in the type design that has to do directly with how it's being used in UI. Which, I, I mean, I think is super flipping awesome for the same reason that you're describing. It's like it's like not bullshit. It is. Yeah. There's there's like real legibility issues of mm-hmm. having type as small as they need to have it and mm-hmm. in the ways that they need to have it. Mm-hmm. Like those are things that a great type designer can actually help solve mm-hmm. with a particular design. Mm-hmm. And so it's like not just saving money by not paying for licensing fonts, but also like actually improving a product with the core typography. Like that's yeah. flipping that's that's the shit. So cool. I think that's why it's, it's actually been really well received, like in the design communities. I know a- AIGA did a kind of profile about it, and um, it's just like really well received. And they also are talking about like the future for it. How uh, you know they know that it has to span multiple languages, and mm. they are just at the tip of the iceberg because they have all of the Chinese, Japanese, Korean characters, which, as we've discussed before, is kind of like a huge mountain to climb. Um, but you know that's something that. They are enthusiastic about working on and are very aware that it needs to happen. I also love just catching some of the details of this particular like UI blog post. They mm-hmm. they throw in like over about six months we create hundreds of screens and tested around thirty iterations oh for God. style and weight. <sighs> like that is real work. I know. That's real time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like they're massaging both the font and the way that they use the font, yeah, together over six months. Like oh that's a, that's a decently long project. Yeah, no, it's very impressive, and like they just they have so much detail about everything that went into it, which I think is also makes it extra fascinating to us designers. Yeah, this is super cool. So that was the big type news from the past two weeks. Go Airbnb. Good work. So exciting. Our next link, I don't even know where I found this, <laughs> but it is so fun. I'm assuming you pronounce it Wakamai Fondue, uh, W-A-K-A-M-A-I, Fondue. And it's a site where you drag and drop a font file, and it reveals all of the nitty-gritty, wonderful information about it. So this is interesting, and... Honestly, like the tech behind this is a thing we have seen before. Yes. Uh, the design of how it's actually constructed and the way it's useful is new. Yes. And is great. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> one of the interesting things, so you like drop a font onto here and mm-hmm. it analyzes the contents of the font and displays it in a beautiful and productive and useful way. Mm-hmm. One of the things that it mentions is that fonts are not uploaded. They stay on your computer, Yep, which is cool for licensing mm-hmm. for one thing, mm-hmm. not doing anything illegal. And also cool because that just means it like runs in the browser. Yeah. It's cool. Which I like. I know I'm. <clears throat> I, I can at least guess the library that enables all this stuff, and it's mm-hmm. one we've been talking about, like working into the league yes. site for the same amount of usefulness. Yep. Uh, but this one just looks really good. Like I got some inspiration out of looking at this, so I'm really glad that you found and shared this. I'm really into it. I'm probably not even like the target demographic for this kind of tool. It's very talks about CSS styles. Um. And all this nitty-gritty information that I typically don't use. Um, but the creator, Roel Nieskins, I think is how you pronounce it, from the Netherlands, runs Pixel Ambacht, um, where he has a bunch of side projects. But he wrote that it's easier for web developers to see which layout features are in the font. Um, I'm not a web developer, but I'm assuming that's very helpful for people. Uh, this is also interesting because, like, I think a lot of web developers and web designers don't even know that you can do this kind of custom typography stuff. Not custom typography stuff. It's just, like, actual typesetting mm-hmm. with CSS. Yeah. This is a thing that Thomas has talked about. Oh. Because uh, he's, you know, he, like, teaches locally in New York City and, yeah. and like, teaches uh, or at least has experimented recently with, like, teaching the foundations of design Mm -hmm. with css instead of like print layout what that's cool yeah it is and and so like he has dived into learning some of this stuff about like how to use alternates (gasps) and ligatures on the web that's so helpful yeah and like even small caps like i think a lot of people don't know the css that you need to do that or the fact that css can do that I feel like a lot of people don't even know how to use small caps in InDesign. So <laughs> that's true. It's true. It's neither yeah. here nor there. It's just what it is. No, so that's true. If people can learn that on the web. I mean, that's extra helpful. And this like literally gives you the code at the bottom for how that all works if a font supports it, which is super cool. So cool. So great, flip and find. Thanks. It also has just like a fun animation after you drop the font on. You get to look <laughs> some food while you're waiting for it to load. <laughs> Yeah, that food looks awful. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> There's fondue. Near that. Yeah, like that's like 50 year old fondue. Yeah, maybe. Like, okay. <laughs> What's up next? Up next, um, archaeological dig. Archaeological. Dig? <laughs> well done. Yeah. I actually have not had a chance to look at this, so I am totally clueless. What the heck are we looking at? It's super nerdy. Super expected from me. And Mirko, who once again posted this half an hour before I was about <laughs> to post this. So I'm glad someone's on the same page as me as far as like how interested we are in things that are not normal to be interested in. Um, it's called Hidden Sheep and Typography Archaeology. Unpacking the original Macintosh bitmap fonts. How nerdy does that all sound in one sentence? So nerdy. <laughs> um, it's so exciting, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to spend too long in this. It basically goes over, like, just like kind of as a rundown of how fonts got created for Macintosh in the early bitmap days, which means that you had what, like a 
eight by 10 pixel grid to design a letter form in, how you get to what you have. It's all about Susan Kerr, who designed all these early Macintosh fonts, Chicago, Geneva, New York, um, before San Francisco. So fun. Um, before, you know, there was many pixels to work with. So I think her designs are like actual pieces of art. She is in MoMA. Her designs are there. I think she like obviously made great leaps in type design. Um, so if you are confused what I'm talking about, if anyone remembers the old iPods, Chicago was the uploaded font. Oh. The really... The, the one... I totally forgot about this. The one with the scroll wheel. What? What? <laughs> How do you... Wait, what? The what? one... The iPod with the scroll wheel. Oh, yes. The iPod. I thought you yeah. meant the typeface with the scroll wheel. Oh, no, no, like, no. Well, no, no, no. Yes. But also, I guess when I was in... Oh, God. When I was in elementary school okay i think they yeah. like had two or three macintoshes that yeah. they would let us use every once in a while to like learn what a computer was yeah so i as soon as i saw that font i was like oh, i remember that yeah yeah and sometimes you don't remember what remember what we remember it for or mm. how we do but like i remember the old ipod minis and they had this like really basic not even kerned like super basic font. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they kind of just talk about that. He mentions a fun thing. That's why it's called Hidden Sheep is because in each of these character sets, there is like hidden, like fun characters. I'm not totally sure why. I couldn't quite get at that. <laughs> but yeah, they were talking about like there was in Geneva, they found a little sheep that was like what? 15 pixels by 10 pixels. And the caption is Geneva. <laughs> Yeah. Which is really cute. But they also do like this tiny, tiny, cute sheep that is just like barely a sheep. Like if you didn't say it was a sheep, yeah. you wouldn't know that it's a sheep. And that's at nine points. Um, I don't know if they're trying to just like show like what hinting is at each of those point sizes um, because that's what these characters are for. Wow, this is getting super nerdy. Anyways. <laughs> it's fun. It's cute. It's fun. It's all really recent type history. You should enjoy. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh... Random fun. We said we're not going to link to this because I'm not sure it's worth linking to. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, almost everybody posted a link to this because it is funny. Wait, you saw more than one people person post about this? Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Are you serious? Wait, yeah, really? I Did only you know? saw Mirko post about it being like, where do we what look what the world has brought in? I think like a couple people found it and were like, What is going on? <laughs> okay. So it's <laughs> like shouting into the abyss, like, what is right. happening? Right. And that thing is that our Arby's <laughs> came out with a custom font called Sauce AF. Saucy AF. Saucy AF, yes. Uh, <clears throat> which I, I have a feeling is kind of like in response to some of the like brand Twitter accounts that have been really funny in the last year or so. I guess. Like Wendy's and Moon Pies. Oh, you know them. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Did you? Okay, wait. I don't want to go Moon too pies. far Moon down pies this. Is fun. But do you know about there was, it was either Pizza Hut or Domino's that was, had an Instagram account where they just took regular pictures of their pizza, just like just like really just like normal pictures, like not photo shoot, not stylized. And like that was how they stood out from the crowd. Just like kind of like huh. super greasy, like. <laughs> that sounds unappealing. Like no budget Instagram. But that's how they did it. Anyways, this is how Arby's is doing it. Yeah. Or, you know, frankly, we have no idea. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just assuming here. Maybe it's a joke. 
maybe it's real. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can download it. It's there. This is true. Uh, the licensing is not especially useful. <laughs> uh, there's no real information. They give you a WAF file, even though you're not allowed to distribute it. So I'm not sure what that's about. Anyway, we're talking too much about this already. I seriously think a graphic de- designer had way too much time on their hands. I don't, I don't know. Fun. I, you know, whoever it- did make this, why not? Have fun. The ink I'm not gonna of the sandwich anybody. world. The ink of the sandwich world. I didn't even read that. That's actually. the fucking. I, that's, <laughs> that's the subhead. Oh, uh, all right. Moving on. Okay. Our last fun. Random. And interesting. Cool. Um, <clears throat> Someone posted actually, this to your Twitter. Yeah, this was from a friend of mine and Tyler's. Cool. Um. Uh. Matt, our friend Matt, oh my goodness, I'm losing all brain cells as we speak. Um, Matt Madrowski, he's a cool designer. Um, I know him through Tyler, and I think Tyler also found this. So, like, they both get the credit. Anyway, it's a fun, cool, like, experimental website with this animated type that some of it is, like, based on uh train stations like iconic train stations Mm -hmm. some of it looks like uh lcd displays Mm -hmm. um they're all animated and you can type stuff you can like test some type that you want to look at i mean honestly it's just like kind of an attractive fun thing to play with yeah i don't you can't i mean there's very little information you can. Ooh. Oh, I didn't even realize you could like. You can draw, draw on it. I didn't know that either. I'm playing with it right now. I had no idea. But it's. I mean, I think the whole thing is around like segmented fonts. Yes. Here, so. Um, I had to work on a logo that didn't actually get used. That was supposed to look like a digital clock, and I had to look at some segmented type huh. recently. So it is. It is a shockingly painful system if you like start really looking so at detailed making one. You know. Yeah, I don't... Like, even just playing with this and drawing all the shapes that are possible and necessary to make all the letters. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Because it's, you know, it's like uh, like an old calculator or whatever. Like, all of the pieces are in a little box, and mm-hmm. they display parts of those pieces to make letters. So cool. Since you all can't see exactly what we're yeah, looking at. Yeah, you really right got to play with it to understand what's happening. But I guess you will in the newsletter. Yeah. You can play with it. Hopefully. So that's a cool find. Just fun to play with. Just fun neat. type stuff. Yeah. All right. This was also fun. This is so fun. Uh, we are surely doing this again next week. Yes. It is my last and final goodbye to Micah. Because it is my last week in New York City. I may I never see you world. again. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy talk. <laughs> Um, so definitely next week's gonna be our last in person for yeah. an indefinite amount of time. So it's gonna be fun. So, <laughs> but that means you will see us next week. Yeah, or hear us. That is what I mean. You will all hear us. <laughs> if hologram technology gets that far next week, you may see us. <laughs> uh, but thanks again for joining us for this beautiful weekly typographic. Yup. And we'll see you next week. Do 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 do